Welcome to another chock full edition of Hitting the Headlines with me, the headline maker Kurt Cooper, and tonight's episode is going to be an absolute humdinger. Not only are we going to be running down the headlines with Enzo DeSanto and the huntsman Eli Fox, we are also going to be having a massive quiz based on lots of different stuff, all the stuff that it takes to be a wrestler. We're going to be looking at reaction times, agility, memory, recognition, all those sort of skills uh, that it takes to be a wrestler are going to be on show in the quiz that we're having later on. There will be some new guests to the pod that you might not have heard of or might not have seen, uh, as well as a couple of our firm favourites on there as well. So, without further ado, let's bring tonight's guest into uh, the show. First up, we have Enzo DeSanto making his proper podcast debut. Uh, Enzo is one of the up-and-comers here at Titanic Wrestling. And there he is, fella. Enzo, how are you this evening? Can you hear me? Yep, can hear you loud and clear, fella. Can hear you loud and clear. How's your day been, mate? Okay, Kirk. How's your day been? Not been too shabby at all. And listen, I've got one question and one question only for you. Are you ready to hit the headlines tonight? I'm ready. I'm stuck in the UK at the minute. I can't get back to Monaco, so there's a dot inside the midday. There is a bit of a downside when you cannot get back to... The, the Principality of Monaco, and joining you uh, from somewhere near Newry, who with a bit of a shave since the last time we've seen him, it is the Huntsman, Eli Fox. Eli, how are you this evening, mate? I'm very good, Kirk. I've cleaned myself up a bit for one of your podcasts. Had to come in looking sharp. Did, did you just, like, forget to finish then? I'm I only just missing, got... mate. I'm, <laughs> I'm only missing, mate. I think we're all looking like tramps these days, so it's fine. It's class. It's the whole vibe of I'm not just going to be bothered shaving. <laughs> well, I think I, I'm coming up. It's been about a year since I last shaved and I don't really have much to show for it because uh, I don't have an awful lot of testosterone these days because I'm not bashing about in a wrestling It's been race. 19 years since I last shaved. Kirk and I got off in the shoe for it. They shaved you as a baby? What kind of hospital were you born in? Have you, have 19 you... years, no shave. Nine... You got to 19 without shaving. Yeah. You lucky, lucky man. Uh, one of my, my best mates back home in, in Scotland, he's never had to shave in his life, and he's 36 this year. Uh, he's just, That's a secret. <laughs> I, I don't want to get in there. Do not want to get in there. I don't want to speak out of him when he's not here. <laughs> but what we will speak about is we are going to speak about the biggest headlines in wrestling this week. Now, first off, the first headline that we are going to hit this week is to do with the change of the WWE Championship, and that headline is On The Lash. Big Bobby Lashley is the new WWE champion after the Miz's Tom Fullery failed to make it stick to him. So my question to you guys as we look at this first headline is, with the hot business holding all the tag team gold and the WWE title, do you see them becoming as dominant a faction as the likes of The Shield or Evolution or DX, or do you think this is the ceiling for them? Enzo, I'll come to you first, mate. I'll come to you first. Well, me, personally, I think the Hurt business has dominated WWE since Foreman. And I think the career saver MVP is we get that group to a whole new level. And yes, I think the Hurt business will be at the top this time next year. And I put a bet on it. If the Shield was still about, they'd be going whimpering home after the Hurt business is few of them. Wow, that's, that's a pretty pretty big claim or a pretty, pretty big uh, thoughts to have on the, the Hot Business deal. What is it that you've enjoyed so much about them being uh, of their ascendancy uh, to the top? It's me. Like, MVP, he's just a top-class man. He invested in them, just like I invest in all my businesses, so I can see where MVP is coming from. He has. He's, he's done a, a great job. You know, when MVP came back at last year's Royal Rumble, it was kind of overshadowed by Edge's comeback and whatnot, and people maybe thought it was just a one-and-done thing. But he has, uh, you know, he's, he's changed the landscape of the WWE for the better. And that... Yeah, that been... 100%. And MVP, even Brock Lesnar popped for him, so... That's true. That is true as well there. And obviously, you know, uh, Shelton Benjamin and... Uh, Cedric Alexander have been holding the tag belts for a wee while, but on Monday night, uh, Bobby Lashley became the WWE champion. Eli, 16 years it's taken Bobby Lashley to ascend to the top of world wrestling entertainment. Do you think it is a deserved championship for them, or do you think you know there's, there's guys that have been there as long, if not longer, that maybe could have got there first? Deserved. Definitely deserved, uh, but not the right time. 
No. Just so unbelievably not the right time. I'm going to put this out there. Big Miz fan. You know, it's very hard because it's like you like near everyone. You can see reasons why you'd want someone to be the champion. But Miz, for me, from what he came from, 10 years waiting between the splits, actually, he should have kept it. He should have, if he lost it at Mania, I'd have been, eh, but he shouldn't have lost it now. Lastly, if you look at him when he came in 16 years ago, he's still in the same shape. That is just, to me, that's mind-blowing. Because mm. as he as they take bumps and he went over to other promotions and stuff, you naturally, you're going to get your body's going to feel it. The man just looks the same, if not even better than what he looked like. And what he's finally, what I love what he's doing is, he's shown enough character with his eyes and his facials. And instead of just being coming out, I'm big and muscly and pointing his arms up in the air. He, he looks psychotic picking the lighter guys up. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. I like that. And I knew Bobby Lashley, but not the right time, Kirk. Not the right time to hand him the title. No? See, I, no, I think, I, you know... I'd, I'd have kept Miz as an absolute scumbag and riled everybody up to Mania. Full tilt, have him on Instagram and Twitter, just ripping on everybody, saying, ha, 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 basically putting the middle finger up with him. And then at Mania, he gets his comeuppance. I just don't think... I know I can see the whole faction thing, the Hurt Business having all the titles, but... It, for me, it just wasn't there. Why give him a free eight days? That's just, I don't like title reigns that last for world title reigns that only last a short amount of time. Don't get them. Why bother, Rick? Yeah, I, I was kind of feeling the same last week, although for different reasons. You know, I, I was saying in last week's episode, uh, if they were just going to use it as a transitional thing with the, the money in the bank, they've been as well keeping it a notice. You know, they could have, they could have, they would have achieved the exact same thing uh, with. Uh, we're keeping the money in the bank and maybe holding it for a week or so and then getting getting scuppered after that. Uh, but do you think, either of you, do you think that uh, it's quite harsh on them as, you know, as you say, you know, as we discussed, Lashley's waited 16 years for his shot. Miz has waited 10 years to get it back. Is eight days a bit of a slap in the face for him or do you think there are possibly bigger plans for Miz further than uh, with it? I think the 16 years is a brave wait, and we all love the Chase story. We all love Daddy's Chase. We all love Drew's Chase. We love watching something that we were all, well, Enzo, you were probably, a, you know, a sperm floating around the milkman's testicles. But when me and Chris can remember those years ago when you're watching it, and then finally as an adult you see it, you're like, oh, that part's complete because I wanted to see that. But it's a hard question. I think there's bigger plans for Miz. Because I don't care what anybody says about always MTV and all. He's the go-to guy. If you need someone to do the job and do it right, you go to Miz. Yes. Whether he's doing songs with Morrison or he's in a tag team. And he can and you not notice when he when he gets that moment where he's let let go, Miz. Remember the Daniel Brown promo on top yeah. of Smack where he calls him a card and you're sitting there going, The man can deliver a promo. And then he starts on Instagram. He got your one Kayla pushed her out of the way, delivers this big thing about I don't care about any of this, and you're like that's possibly real. That is, it, it makes you feel. And I thought, well, why would you give him that bit of fire and then take it away after eight days? So, no, I think they got plans for him. I Good definitely stuff. think they got plans for him. And Enzo, you were saying at the start of the show there that you believe the Hot Business will be in the same position this time next year. 100% or better if MVP of the United States title. So, so you think they should all have the gold MVP? All the gold. They're that dominant. They can take on anyone. It doesn't matter who you put in front of them. They'll beat them. Awesome stuff, Enzo. I like I like the confidence that's exuding from you tonight, as uh, the confidence exudes from the hot business as well. I like I like your style. I like your style. Now we're gonna smash right into the next headline on this week's show because we do have a big quiz coming up, and I don't want to miss out on on time for that. So the second headline on this week's show has to do with the biggest thing happening in AEW at the moment, and that headline is Love Shack, baby. Despite being bulldogged through two tables and disappearing mysteriously from an ambulance, the general consensus is that Big Shaq's AEW debut was a slam dunk for all involved. So my question about that headline to you guys is, who do you think gets the biggest rub out of Shaq's involvement with All Elite Wrestling? Is it Cody? Is it Red Velvet? Is it Jade Cargill? Or is it All Elite Wrestling itself? In my opinion, it's Cody. Cody looked like an absolute beast in that match, like when he put Shaq through the tables from slamming him. I think Cody's got this. Cody looked the best in that match, and Cody's going to have the best coming out of that match. 
Well, on uh, the, the AW media calls and the media briefings during the week, uh, Cody was, was answering questions about where does he go from this feud. Uh, and it's hard. Obviously, he's, he's talked himself out of the AEW title picture. Uh, the TNT stuff is still on the cards because he's in the, the face of the revolution uh, ladder match this weekend for the TNT uh, championship shot as well. But, you know, is Cody's role going to be being the, the crossover guy? You know, he's done it with Stephen Amell back in uh, WWE. He's been involved in a lot of celebrity feuds over the years as well. Do you think that that is going to be his role? Is he going to be the gatekeeper for the, the mainstream? I mean, Cody's he's a, he's a brilliant talent. Like, I can't remember the last time I've seen a bad Cody match. I say, you can put him in there if anyone, you'll get a good match out of it. Good stuff. And Eli, yourself, uh, what were your thoughts on, on the whole shebang? I watched it as much as I don't don't really give AEW the time. I watched it, and I watched it purely because Shaq Attack brings eyes. And I think the whole company benefits from that because Shaq is, has that crossover appeal. We all know he's a famous basketball player. We've seen him in WWE stuff, so we know that he, lo- he loves wrestling. So you think, I love wrestling. Shaq, oh, Shaq's class. He's worked with show before, so I think everyone's going to benefit from it. Maybe not directly, like Cody is, Enzo is saying, but now eyes are looking at AEW sitting going, well, they brought in star power on someone who's not uh, not bad star. Like, you're not bringing in Kiss, like WCW. You know, Shaq's not going to do any harm if yeah. he's put in the right place and looked after. He'll just bring in eyes and attention on the product. So I'm thinking everyone, even if you're not associated in the storyline, where more people are now watching your show. So you've got more of an audience. Happy days all around. Well, again, that's what Cody was saying on the, the media briefing yesterday is that they're not going to go after Hollywood A-listers and B-listers that don't want to be involved. You know, they are looking to to make the next step. They, he mentioned as well that some of the AEW talent are going to be featuring on other Warner TNT shows in the States in the future, as well as more of the, the AEW shows as well. So they're definitely looking to to bridge that, that gap and either bring back lapsed fans or bring in new fans to the product, which as a fledgling company, because that's still really what they are, is probably the right way of going about it. Uh, but one of the other things that happened on Dynamite last night, over and above the Shaq stuff, over and above the fantastic Tully Blanchard's performance uh, as well, was Paul White's debut. Now, again, we spoke about that in depth last week, but one of the things that Paul White came out and said is that this Sunday at Revolution, there is going to be a Hall of Fame-worthy signing to All Elite Wrestling. Guys, what would be, or who would be your main speculation as to who that is likely to be? Good question. Good question. I saw that, and I started going through people in the head of, first of all, who's fit enough, not maybe to wrestle, but just to do something. Who who still kind of kept their figure? I know exactly Uh, where you're going with this, and I'm surprised that that T-shirt of yours is not floating about somewhere as you as you're about to say this <laughs> i was i was saying i you know fine rightly i was going for kurt yep i i have i just have this notion because we know kurt massive friends with show he likes cody he's complimentary he loves the wrestling he's still obviously friendly with the, the WWE, but he knows that he's not got nothing to do there anymore that we mm. know that all of us know it and it's heartbreaking but i'm thinking you said you know the olympic gold medalist He'll have done every single promotion you could ever want to do. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Kurt. Hoping. Good stuff. <laughs> Enzo, who do you reckon it's going to be? Uh, if you remember, one of our own got released. I think it's going to be Fit Finley. Finley. That is a good shout. You know, they, they've done really well bringing in older guys and using them really well. Case in point, Tully Blanchard last night. Arn Anderson's getting a lot of use. Jake the Snake as well. Finley, you know, he's of that elk, he's of that that sort of wrestling generation. I think I think that could be a good show. I think Finley would fit very well with Brian Cage teaching a good old Belfast brawling style. <laughs> one, of the, one of the big things you realise as well is bringing in the legends is you're also bringing in the upstairs. So you're bringing in Kurt Angle, like a man who knows every hold, every rest, and how to be funny. How to he know he's been there and he's as he said he found it hard to adjust. So he's going to tell everybody who maybe can't get comedy. In wrestling, oh, this is how you just let yourself go. You bring in fit, sure, it's the encyclopedia yep. of how to how to brawl and how to wrestle and how to do. So they're bringing in not just bodies; they're bringing in minds and years and years of experience. And you can't you can't teach that. 
mean, obviously, everybody's kind of putting two and two together and getting punk. CM Punk seems to be the, yeah. the big name that everyone's floating about. Do you know what I like? I would not be surprised at all. I mean, if we're bringing them in at the same time as Paul White, Hogan, Hogan going to AEW, going back to Turner, you know, as, as much as AEW doesn't want to be the new WCW, if they brought Hogan in, Hogan would be probably the biggest name that they could logistically draw in that's available and want to do it. Only reason I had next Hogan was the controversy over all the stuff he said. And with today, I just, they're kind of going to look at him and go baggage. Like Finley, never heard a bad word about him, ever. Mm. Everybody says he just knows it. Show, one of the most beloved people. Kurt, everyone says he was just fantastic. Hogan has that, well, he's had this controversy, that yeah. controversy. I don't think they'll, I would love it, would love it. But I can't see them taking the risk on the publicity. But there's other legends out there who have a cleaner slate than Hogan. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thanks for giving me your thoughts on that. And the third and final headline this week, which we will probably just ramp through so we can get on with this quiz tonight. That quiz is to do, or that headline rather, is to do with the speculation that's been going on about NXT this week. And that headline is War. Huh. Yeah. What was it good for? Absolutely nothing. Oh. Well, you say absolutely nothing. And I, I, I know <laughs> I kind of fished that out. He's there. But with NXT all set to move to Tuesday nights, the Wednesday night wars look to be over. Or do they? Do you guys think that NXT moving to a night earlier in the week will reduce or increase the viewership for NXT and AEW? Or do you think, as Cody alluded to on the, the press call yesterday, that uh, WWE will get something else in the works that they might go up against them on a Wednesday night with. Uh, I'll take this one first, Kirk. Uh, I, I was surprised at the move because it, if you're following along with the wrestling calendar week to week, that's a heavy week. So it is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think the move to Tuesday is because they're trying to be seen, yes, as the third brand, but they also have to realise NXT's base is a developmental territory so maybe they were finding that they can't make new stars because they expect everybody in NXT to be ready mm -hmm. because you're going up against established people in AEW that well established and new people but Isaac they're probably putting themselves under too much pressure move to Tuesday nights let your your stars your performance center people come through and don't have this pressure of you're going up against the second highest rated top highest rate you know don't put them under that strain I think Tuesday alleviates a bit of that pressure, gives the, the talent time. You know, like we've seen uh, LA Knight, the former uh, Eli Drake, signed. He's he's ready to go. He could go on the main roster, oh, no yeah. problem. Although but, I'm not a fan of them basically giving him the, the SmackDown uh, font and stuff for the yeah. entrance. That, that was a bit shit looking. But you're sitting there going, NXT usually gives you the chance to iron out the kinks. You can't do that if you're trying to do, and please stop doing this Monday night, this Wednesday night war crack. Just be glad that so many people have went down a path of getting themselves beat up and sacrificing for us to be entertained. Yeah, I know you kind of want to recreate the 90s, but leave it there and just move forward. Enzo, what are your thoughts on that as we close off the headlines portion of the there? I'll 100% your triangle there. 100% agree your NXT is developmental, so it is harder for NXT to complete with the likes of Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Adam Page, all in. So I think it's a smart business move on WWE. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Now it is time for the bit that everyone's been waiting for. So I'm just going to bring everybody else into the call here. Let's get, get a, wee bit of a wee bit of chat with these boys. I'll see Craig DL. How are you, fella? He's building in. This is building dramatic tension. No, this, is a, this is the this is the countdown in the rumble before the buzzer hits. Hello. 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 Glad I was on the call. And there's there's Woo! Yeah. Woo! So we've been joined Hello. on the podcast for the quiz tonight by John O. John Maguire. Speaky, friend of the show and newcomer Craig DL. How are you boys? Yeah, what's good, happening? Just, just, uh, just fought my own Royal Rumble, putting the three kids to bed. So, you know. Nice and uh, nice and up here, nice and tense. 
Good. I'm glad that you're bringing that fire, Ricky Craig. I'm glad that you're bringing with it. So obviously, guys, guys in the chat, you'll be familiar with Speaky. Speaky is one of our regulars on the podcast, formerly one part of Tag Team Mystery Disco. We've got John O. John McGuire joining us, joining us for the first time. Uh, the night, John, good to see you. And we've got Craig DL. Now, Craig's, Craig's got chops of his own as well in the wrestling world. Craig is the co-author of the first couple of episodes of the failed sitcom uh, Falls Count Anywhere that we wrote in Deniston back in 2007 before DL fucked off to career to find a woman. Uh, and he's also taken a clothesline off Jack Jester as well. I took a massive clothesline, clothesline and a punch. You know, he said it wasn't going to hurt, but it fucking did. Did you get him back? Oh, no, I couldn't, man. Too scared him. Too scared him. <laughs> did you hear him? It was three eyes. Sure, just, sure, just make to the eyes, low blow. And out of there, saying nothing. If we didn't have to spend the next five hours there, I would have definitely done it. But that was right at the start. And I was like, I'm not fucking making an enemy of a guy that could pick me up and me around like a rag doll. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> and John, John, how did you make your debut on hitting the headlines this week? Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, 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 exciting. I mean, I haven't had a cut since June, so I mean, I, this, this, I've, I've combed this back because, to be honest, it's a shock and how bad the hair situation. I, mean, I got Steve. my hair cut, like, I got my hair cut and done. You're just looking lovely there, Steve. It's because my missus did it for me. So it's done. Is that you touting her out for all our post lockdown haircuts then? Aye, it's not pay our money for it, like, go <laughs> Speaking of a in folk out. Uh, we've got a sponsor this week, and it's not actually one that I've made up. Uh, Bluetooth. No, it's not Bluetooth. I'm not going to be talking about uh, elections this week. Uh, but good friend. Is it manscaped so we can all shave our balls? It's close. It's close. It is about making yourself better. Uh, our good friend, Lewis Alexander, uh, Titanic Wrestling alumni, he has sent across uh, a wee uh, plug for his new personal fitness business. So I'm just going to play this out. Speak, if you want to mute yourself for now, because yep. you know, I promised uh, I promised Lewis that we would get this through nice and clear, although I've not listened back to it yet, so I don't know exactly what it's going to say, but I'm just going to play this for now. So this is Lewis Alexander. On hitting the headlines. If it'll play. You, what is the crack? It is a swole chain himself, Lewis Alexander. Have you ever wondered how I am so big and beefy? Well, good news for you. I have started my own personal training company. It is Instinct Fitness and Performance. Get signed up with me, and you too can be big and beefy like the man tonight on hitting the headlines. That's you guys. Uh, it's like, how many times have you put big and beefy in this? It's, it's literally like I'm trying to promote a butcher's. Uh, anyway, this time last year, your man Kirk here, he cost me my Titanic Wrestling debut victory by not being big and beefy enough to outbeat Milo Grace. Don't be like Kirk. Come put the work in. Get swole like the swole train, because swole is the goal, size is the prize here on Instinct and Performance. So yeah, Instinct Love Performance, uh, based out of uh, Bodyscape in Belfast, if you are looking to become big and beefy, like the boys in the ring, and like Lewis Alexander himself, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and get signed up to his gym this coming April. Now guys, are you ready to quiz? Yes, yes, has to do oh, this. Yeah. Good stuff. So have you all, all got your buzzers at the ready? Not strictly a buzzer, but a pair of Hulk Hogan socks. A pair of Hulk Hogan socks. Can they make a noise? How does that yeah. buzz? I can mimic a buzzer. Right. So has got a drill. Go on, for sure. I got a pig. Pig, yell. Go feed your ass. Awesome. Right. Right, so this first round, this is called yeah, February to the Memory. And this is questions about 
everything that happened oh, in Westland in the month of February this year. Now, I'm going to put four minutes on the timer here, so it'll be either until we run out of questions or until the timer goes off, whichever comes first. And the questions will start whenever I can see them. The questions and the time. Your own method has a wider job. We'll start. Now, on February the 28th, WWE <laughs> released a documentary about Big E. What does the E in Big E stand for? Kyle. Etor. Etor, who was that? Me. Hey. Sticky. Sticky gets point one. <sighs> what does it stand for? Etor Ewan. That's Etor his name. Etor Ewan. So, Big E. Yeah. yeah. Question Fair number enough. two. On February the 21st, WWE held the annual Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Who entered the SmackDown Chamber at number yeah. three? Tom. Eli Fox. I'm going to go with Byron Corbin. Byron Corbin is correct. Well done, Eli. Question number three. Uh, Mackie Ito part in the AEW Women's Elimination Tournament on February the 4th. What offensive phrase did he tweet to announce this? What are you doing? Oh, fuck. Who said that? Who said, oh, fuck? It was me. It was me. I will give you that point, DL, because the actual tweet just said, hello, motherfucker. That's it. Question number four. Paul White was announced to be joining AEW on February 25th. For what show will he be commentating on? Mark. Who, who, who squeezed the thing? Big DL. Dark. Dark what? Dark Tuesdays. No. <laughs> Anyone know it? Uh, John McGuire. AEW Dark, just. John. What were you saying there? Elevation. Elevation, yep. baby. Yep. Well in John. Right hey, question. Good show. Yeah. Next question yeah. is Pretty Deadly won the NXT UK tag team titles from Gallus on the February 25th episode of NXT UK. Can you name either member of Pretty Deadly? <laughs> Who was that Dave. when you speak? Dave. Dave is incorrect. UK, you got to, got to guess Dave, don't you? Because every, everyone knows a Dave. That's, that's kind of why we all went that way, isn't it? Okay, we're well, not getting on that. Oh, who was the buzzer? Who was the buzzer, Enzo? Joe. Nope. You could have had uh, Sam Stoker or Lewis Crowley. Nah, no, not one. Raven Close. <laughs> yep. Mm. At Elimination Chamber, whose name did Bailey have shaved into the back of her head as a rib? Only to be rid herself. Enzo. Michael Cole. Michael Cole is correct, and he wasn't even there to see it. Can I answer the question? Check him out. No, out. that's fine. That's fine. We're against <laughs> the clock. Uh, at NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, Austin Theory was kidnapped as he made his way to the ring with Johnny Gargano. Who abducted him? Punk. You like Fox? Uh, I'm going to go Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is correct. Well done. Just because he seems like the guy on the roster that would kidnap you. He is mm-hmm. the creepiest chap. Uh, right. On the February 17th edition of AEW Dynamite, what kind of match did Kenny Omega challenge John Moxley to at this Punk. weekend's Revolution? Ape. Ape. Eli Fox? Uh, explosive uh, deathmatch. Barbed wire deathmatch. Uh, I need the full thing. And I need the full thing in order. Japanese explosive C4, C4 death doom match. <laughs> Explosive barbed wire death match. Exploding barbed wire death match. I'll give you that. Uh, which legend's son was announced as one of the new recruits to the WWE Performance Center in February? Son? Was it William Regals? No, but it's not William Regal. And that's time up. It was Vic Steiner. Vic Steiner's son. Ah, yeah. Um, I've never seen that. Yeah, he literally looks like Rick Steiner. He does. He does. Like between Rick, Rick, and, Rick and Scott. It's literally Rick and Scott next together. <laughs> I think they managed to make a baby. I don't know how. Yeah, a genetic mess of numbers. 
uh, he will no doubt to play B. Right, so at the end of that round, Sticky has two, Eli Fox has two points, DL has one, Enzo has one, and Jono has one. But it's all to play for as we go into round number two. Now, round number two is the face-off, face-off. So this is going to be a picture round. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I've got pictures here of wrestlers who either wear a mask or wear face paint, but they have neither the face paint or the mask on in this. So again, it will so be uh, based on buzzing in. So we'll just bring that down because you don't need to see that. Right. First off. We want... So can you all see this picture, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay, so who is this guy here? Hog. Uh, Eli Fox. Is that the boogeyman? It is the boogeyman. Oh, I, was, I was squeaking in for ages there. I was I could, squeaking in before you asked the question. I couldn't hear you, Dale. I couldn't hear you. Right. Yeah, it's going to get you nowhere to cheat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, number, number two. Who is this... Sex offender looking fella. <laughs> uh, Anybody want to buzz in? Sink I know. Close. <laughs> Sticky, you're very, very close with that. Mystical. Nope. Oh, then that's, um, what's it called? Who, Richard what did you say, it? Enzo? What did you say, Enzo? Kalisto. It's Kalisto. Well done, Enzo. Is that Kalisto? That is Kalisto. Not he looks who... taller in the photo. It does, it does. At first glance, I thought it was Mark Hoskins. <laughs> yeah, same. Right, number three here. Who is number three? Who's this? Uh, that heavy to grow? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Jesse? No, you're... No, it's, it's not Jesse okay. from Jesse and Festus, no. He's a luchador or something. He's from Mexican or something. Uh, not necessarily, it's just it's like he wore a mask. It doesn't have to be a lucha mask. Mm. Oh, no, it's, it's a bus. It's a bus. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a bus. 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 It's that is Vader Sticky. Well done. You know, I, you, I was good now. I, I was good. Stage. That was a good one. I think this one's my oh. favourite. Who is this? Is that Luke? Uh, Jason's on the lager? No. Nope. No, that's not that. I, I could have swore that was Duggan. Nope. Duggan. And he's one of Hazard, I guess. Luchasaurus. No, <laughs> no, I actually guess our Enzo, but no, it's it's not too far off with the outlandish gimmick. That, my friends, is Doink the Clown. Oh, is that he, Matt Bourne? Is it? He looks completely different. Yep, looking well. Right, this one. I, th I think this might be possibly the hardest. Oh, that's um, Shark Boy. Sticky, you're a blunder. That's an outstanding guess. Thanks. That is outstanding. Right. I've been watching really old TNA recently. So just... <laughs> <laughs> Who is this with the MySpace profile pic? MySpace. This is, this is probably the hardest one, actually. I'll give you a clue. She was an absolute uh, prick to people and tried to break somebody's she's arm. A, she's a, she's honk, a literal honk, underground. Honk, honk. honk. Yeah. God damn it. Hulk honking. Uh, oh, she wanted to try to break the other one's arm. Uh, something star, uh, I'll give you sexy star. star. I'll give, sexy I'll give star. it. I'll give it to you, like because MySpace. It was close. It's like a MySpace profile pic of a, a Bebo one. Oh, like well. two of the easiest ones coming up here. Who's this? Tom DL DL gets that one. He's an awful yeah. cheater. Never mind about a bigger <laughs> cheater. I'll tell you, I'm Steve Orton. You watch this back, and you see me going that for ages. Finally, who's this? That's Ray. Ray Ray. Eli get in with his name first. Oh, so, I can't tell you what. Uh, is the, the favouritism going on here? 
Yeah, uh, you've been on mute for the last 10 minutes. Who has me? No, Dianne, he's sitting there going against you. And I'm like, I can't hear a word he's saying. Like, <laughs> I hadn't heard anything. Okay, uh, we are on to round uh, number three now, which Hi, is... the answers, the answers, man. Yeah. Here's the answers there, brother. Wait a minute, what was the again? What are you doing? Try to find stuff here. I'm going to stop sharing the screen. Well, we're on to round three of uh, tonight's uh, podcast quiz, and this is Vessel Manianagrams. So, as you can probably tell, this is going to be, you just need to guess the wrestler from the anagram that I have done on it here. And I think I'm going to have to turn off my sexy background here because I don't think it's going to show up. Uh, you'll get to see the spare bed. No filter. What you can't see in this particular meeting is John has a second laptop beside him ready to cheat. Watch me, John. Hey. Anagram generator. That's that's a couple of people he's accused. That's a couple of people he's accused of cheating now. I think somebody's worried. Somebody's uh, who, who, who would ever? Who would ever cheat? What are you saying there, Chris? Right. So I have. I think there's about eight of them here. Uh, so get your buzzers at the ready, chaps. I threw mine away. Hello. He's put his socks on. You've made a hunt of that, Eli. You've made a hunt of that. There we go. There we go. Right, so I'll start off with the easy ones and work work the the way up. So the first anagram that I want you to unscramble is Oh Dry Chodes. Cody Big Yell. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Point four DL. Never have I met a bigger cheater in my life. (laughs) He's got like some word scrambler there, he's cheating. Took the kitchen table off with him. <laughs> right, second anagram. Rich horse, CJ. <laughs> Please tell me there's a wrestler called Rich Horse. Big deal again. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Well in. Oh, I, I still think Rich Horse is Craig's name for a wrestler. I'm coming for you, Eli. I'm coming for you, mate. <laughs> There's a war horse. Uh, let's see what we got next. What we got next. Right, this this should be quite an easy one. Down the clink. Dog. Eli Fox. Doink the clown. Doink the clown. <laughs> that's it. That is it. Now, You're missing are... an O, by the way. Ooh. That wasn't actually that wasn't actually doink the clown. Uh, so I should uh, get double. Uh, I should get a, double there points. There was only one over there. there was only I should one get points. Should be disallowed. Oh, the wise as well. Double points for filling in. Clink. Disallowed. Down the clink. Down the clink. Uh, you, you all complain when you're losing. Down the clinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Down the clinkle. Right. So, uh, who was it to get that one now? That was oh. me. Mate. It was <laughs> hey. Eli Fox. I marked it. I did mark it. I did mark it. <laughs> Right, the next one. Next one, what's... I've got, I've got a really, I've got a fucking brilliant one for the last one. I'm just trying to make sure I can... You've got all the right letters in it. <laughs> yep. Uh... Fucking Lee Mason. Carl the Tiger. Jinder <laughs> Mahal, no? Oh, oh, honk, honk, honk. Eli, Eli Fox. The Great Cali. The Great Cali. Oh. That's what it is. Uh... Oh, that's what it is. That is a spot on impersonation of what I've done. <laughs> oh. uh, so that was uh, Eli Fox got that one. Like this, this I think could be the trickiest one. It's only one I can find. Ah, like. Hunk. Eli Fox. Uh, I'm gonna just guess Eric Rowan with a D. Nope. nope. Had found like I just realised how awful that K and like looks. No, awful. Looks like an R. Like to be fair. Oh, yeah. Anyone, Jono, you want to hazard a guess? Silence box. The only well on a podcast, mate. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, not getting that one. Right. Uh, Ric Flair. Who cares? Just go for Ric Flair. No. <laughs> it's always Flair. Are you tapping out? He's all tapping out in this one. Yeah, tap out. Yeah. Howard Finkel. Oh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful anagram. Howard Finkel. <laughs> a wonderful anagram one. for the podcast. Oh. Right. Uh, we'll go with this one. So we've got the last one there. Sexual tick. Oh, Okay. Not Ric Flair. Not Ric Flair. Is that is Jackson? No. No. Ezekiel Jackson. What letters have you seen, Enzo? Uh, uh, no, just just guessing. Just guessing. All I can think of is Xavier Woods, but that's about the height of it. No, I mean, like honestly, this is this is the. You could say this is the perfect anagram. Craig Yell. Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Who is it? Curtis Axel. What's that? Go, Craig. That's the one that's got all the answers on it. Or the... He was looking it up on the anagram generator. Yell <laughs> <laughs> having a the door and she went and said, it's Curtis Axel. <clears throat> right. Uh... This this one uh, is possibly my favourite. Sugar High and Dick River. <laughs> just leave it. It's good enough for the guy, isn't it? Right. Can that be? Can I just be our just slogan for this show? Sugar High. Right, and Dick I, that'll, that'll be the, that'll be the name of the, the title. Sugar High and Dick River. In fact, John, oh, there's a wrestling name for you. There's a thing name, Dick River. Hi, Dick River. <laughs> Dick or River Dick, Dick, whichever you prefer. <clears throat> Come out of the water if you want. Anyone going to hazard a guess at who Sugar High and Dick River is? <laughs> Thought it was Craig. <laughs> Age and Christian, why not? Nope. Think, think late 80s, early 90s, WWF. Famous... Uh, SummerSlam 90 main event in a cage. God, uh, 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 honk, honk. Eli Fox. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't remember. No, I'm sorry, Chris. Free oh. honks. Is it King Kong Bundy? No. 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 <laughs> no. no. He's got no, I'm, tap I'm tapping out. Yeah, I'm not getting yeah, that one. Nah. He's all tapping out. Yeah. Sugar High and Dick Vivard is a ravishing Rick Vood. Oh. Uh. Okay, and the final one in this round. Somebody got that one. The final one in this round. I see boner shit. There you go, there you go, John. That's definitely a great name for you. I see <laughs> mm. boner shit. Kids all love it. The kids all pop for it so much. The kids definitely will not love it. <laughs> not understand. Uh, yeah, that's true. Chris, you're going to have to drop a hint here. I really don't like what the hint. PGL, you have it to buzz. I never, I never, I never buzzed it. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to. I was ready. Hey, oh, I'm, you, I'm, get, I'm, you get that one, but you missed the first one. I'm going to start, I'm going to start spelling it out. Okay. Steve. H R I S B E N Oh, big deal. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, I see bullshit. shit. The kids will definitely not love that. If anything, we got we got John and you and me. I forgot all about him. I forgot all about him. We just forgot about who. Forgot about who. Exactly. 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 Never heard of him. At the end of round three, Big DL has stormed into the joint lead with uh, Eli Fox on six points. Speaky has five. Enzo has two. And Jono has one. Technically, technically, I'm in the lead by one. Eli knows. He's the one that has to look himself in the middle of the night. 
Kirk's the boss. Kirk says, there's a fiver in the free, by the way, Kirk. Kirk says, I'm in the lead by 12 points, lads. <laughs> a fiver? He does not. Right. So, we're at the final round here. Now, this is, this is the music round, okay? And it's, this is, this is the... Seriously, if I lose this by a point, I'll be fucking livid and you'll ruin my night. This is... What if I beat you? It'll be all right. This is uh, the Beat the Clock Challenge. This one, okay? So, I'd need to do a wee bit of tomfoolery here. Uh, uh, how, how weak is the music just because, like... Since I stopped being a club rep, I've just no end, I've not been interested in any sort of music. Well, what it is Partly talk sport jingles and your own jingles, obviously. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some intros to well-known wrestling teams, okay? So, what I want you to do is, with the stopwatches, I ask you to bring along. I would like you I'm going to fade, I'm going to fade the music out, okay? And I want you to hit the stopwatch at the point you think the vocal comes in. So you'll, you'll start your stopwatch when I start the music, and then you start it when you think the vocal is going to hit. And nice. the, clo- the closest to whatever I got when I've done it earlier, they get the point. Okay? Ooh, the we'll start it when I think the music's going to happen, or stop it. No, when the so, words are so, going to hit <clears throat> So I'll tell you when to press start on your stopwatch. All right. And then I'll fade yeah. it out, and then it's no, up to you. I need to spit it out here to me, sir. Right, so if the rest of you just want to leave, I'll take the trophy and we will be <laughs> Can I have his points? So Sticky has exited the quiz. So, oh, uh, so as I was saying there, I'll tell you when to start your stopwatch, then it's up to you to stop it when you think that the vocal comes in. Okay? Right. So just for the, for the tester, uh, just let me know that you can hear this. Uh, coming through, okay. Can you see that? All right. Oh, no. that, that's not a, a theme. But could you see that? All right. No, very, no, very slightly. Patchy. How how do you share your computer audio on this? How do you do that? Uh, if we just share your screen. Oh, hang on. Audio settings. Go on YouTube and then open a Word document I've... and play YouTube in the background. No, I've, I've done it before. I've done it before. Uh... See if one of these is a song that has no words in it. No, they, they, they do it all. <laughs> you fucking bushwhackers. Like, you know what? I'll, I'm going to tell you what the song is anyway. So he's... Can hazard a guess if he's kind of quite here, and we'll see where we go from there. Right. So I'll take the, the muff off. I'll take the muff off. See if that helps. So the first song we've got is "No Chance in Hell" by uh, oh. the Mister Mike Mister McMahon theme tune. So I'll just uh, get this ready. So get your stopwatches out. Is there anything? Yeah. Right, so three, two... In fact, when I say one, that's when you press uh, go. Your stopwatch, okay? Three, two, one. So he's all pressed. I couldn't hear a thing. Yeah. I can't hear a thing, a thing, Chris. Because I faded it out. That's what I was saying. You hear the start of it. Oh, I, I heard nothing the entire time. Right, we'll try it again then. We'll try it again. Right, so he's ready. So these set your stopwatches. Yeah. Three blasters. Three, three, two, one. Um, have you all pressed stop? Yeah, I have. 
Yeah. I to be honest with you, all I heard was a peak in the audio. I couldn't hear yeah. if it was a word or not. <laughs> Same. Right. So DL, what was your uh, your time? One point two two seconds. For the vocal to come in. Mm-hmm. 1.22 Enzo 13.92 oh. Eli Fox uh, 6.33 Chris 6.33 John 6.02 6.02 you see so oh. for Vince McMahon we'll see if we can get this up for you Nothing. No, sorry. no chance comes in at 12.96 on that. So Enzo, Enzo gets the point there. Craig, I think we were done over on he that one, man. Mm, 100%. You yeah. have a money bastard tonight, Eli. We can, <laughs> yes. share, share your screen and then share YouTube on your yeah, screen. Share the sound. No, because then you'll see the seconds coming up. No, no, just put on something else over the... Open Close your eyes, tab. honestly. Right, hang on. No, because there'll be answers and stuff. You can minimize the screen, can you? the speaker or anything near you? You can connect it to the speaker. Just text us the songs and we'll play them on our mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see, we'll see if oh, this second one you. goes any better. Right, so this, this is... The time is now. John Cena's theme tune. Okay, the second one. Uh, and the Brapa Booba doesn't count. It's when the, the, what is it? I don't know what I'm even doing. What time did I get for that one? In fact, it is, it's when the Brapa Boo bit comes in. That's, that's what we're wanting here, though, right? So, three, two, oh, shit. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. He's all locked in. Yep. Big DL, what time did you get? 9.73 seconds. 9.73, Eli Fox? 9.15. 9.15, Enzo? 11 seconds on the dot. 11 on the dot, John Maguire? 9.01. 9.01. The time was 10.04. Fucking get in. Craig DL gets that one. Get out. Uh, <laughs> Big deal gets that one right. The next tune we have up is one of my favourites, Batista. I walk alone. Ooh. Okay, so three, two, one. So what was the first word we were looking for there? Yeah. 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 Right, I'll go with the first order this time. John, John, what time did you get? Uh, 8.28. 8.28. Enzo? 8.23. Ooh. Eli Fox? Uh, eight on the dot. Eight on the dot. Ooh. Big deal. 8.51. Uh, according to mine, it was 10.11. Me again. Oh, 10 11. See, you all thought it was coming before that wee drum fill. That's where, where it was. Mm. So, who was closest that time? DL again. Mm. I default. Guys, the non wrestler is showing you up here. The non wrestler is showing you up. Right. Uh, Hello. He's, he's, he's been in the ring with Jack Jester. He's not a non-wrestler. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one we've got, because it's been all WWE guys so far, I thought I'll go for the W and who better than Cody Rhodes and his Smoking Mother's theme tune. So, three, two, one. 
Ike, Ike out there, I think. And he's all locked in. Cody Rogue smoking mirrors seem not get Larry Sanders from the start. The nope. That's the bit that comes in. And what time did you think it came in at, Enzo? I got 733. I just came so, to me there. 733 DL. 8 851 again. 851 again. Eli. I've never heard the fucking song. <laughs> I, I thought I thought is that that one? Oh, you only yep. that one there. I, I went for 204. I thought that came in straight at the start. No. And uh, Jono, what did you get? 1352. 1352. Was that 12 12? It comes in at 12 12, and it sounds like <clears throat> so. I'm just double checking that. Yep, 12 12. John gets the point, only your second mm. of the night, mate. Oh. And the final one that we have in this round is. As you might have heard there, Sasha Banks theme tune. So three, two, one. You can see the concentration in your faces there. In fact, this isn't the, the final one actually. Right, what did you all get, Eli? What did you get for that one? 11 10. 11 10. Uh, Enzo? 10 26. 10 26. Jono? 13 7. 13 7. DL? 11 27. 12 20. So who had the two 11s? DL, you were 11 what? 27. Enzo? I was 10 26. Eli, what were you? 1140. 1140. You're lying, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just sitting there going, if he fucking get that, I'm done. <laughs> I, can see you, I can see your face as well. You were like, oh, so Eli gets that one. Eli gets that one. Now, this, mm. this is the final one, and this is going to How be. How did Eli get that one? Because it was 12, so I was closest. Ah, uh, 12. You, you, you went 1140, though. Aye, and you were 1127. No, he was the 1140. What was he? It was like it was like early elevens. Have you still got it there? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's zero. It's all you can't see it because it's, it's all zeros. It's all right. I'll trust you, mate, because I'm back at zero as well. I know how easy it can happen. Shenanigans. The the last one of the when we watch this back, Eli, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. He's only doing that because he was two points behind me and you've thrown in an extra question, Chris. He's looking at his face. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> the face of innocence. Right. innocence. The last one. Last one, fellas. Last one of the night. He's there. This is a cult of personality, CM Punk. So this is like the full version. So it's quite a bit before that comes in. So three, two, one. Watching all your heads bobbing, seeing if he's in the groove of it. Enzo's locked in. John's locked in. Oh. Eli. Yeah. DL. Yeah. Right, DL. What did you get for early. that? What did you go for? 2562. 2562. Enzo. 2317. John. 2353. And oh, Eli. 26. 2610. On the screen. On the screen, because it's about 27 seconds. I've went too early. On the screen, That's, big man. Well, were you were you counting the bit where it does that speech at the start as well? What's your Eli? Can you see it? Zero. 
Sometimes buttons get hit, Chris. Sometimes things happen. <laughs> Smartphones can be a terrible, terrible device. And I am in no way, I am in no way competitive with people I've never met. <laughs> so the timing on uh, the vocal session in uh, Cut of Personality by Living Colour is 2721. Yes. Lads, lads, it's been emotional the sun look in your faces when you're against the best right oh hang on to me even if he gives you that point it's surely a draw but you can't well, even give him that point chris he can he, chris le- kirk listen your paypal will be up a substantial amount of euro if this point comes be up even more if you give it to me enzo enzo you'd been as well no even turning up tonight mate to be honest <laughs> uh, he's, he's played fair chris He's, he has, played he's played by the book. Right, so at this juncture, the final scores, Jono, two points, mate, two points. John, John where again, did it all go wrong? We're on audio, mate, so the silence <laughs> doesn't really work. <laughs> hey, uh, Enzo. Good enough for me. Enzo, three points, three points. That's all right. I've got myself some rich energy. So the only okay. thing you're rich in Stop is defeat Enzo. Rich energy. energy. Uh, Sticky. Uh, who left earlier on to deal with Elias, he uh, finished on five points. Respectable. Respectable. DL finished on eight overall. Very good. Good as, as did the current reigning and defending oh, champ Eli oh, no. Fox. And in the event hey. of a no contest, the champ retains the title. Listen, <laughs> Chris. Listen, mate. When does this go out to the public? When does this go viral? Last time I went viral was when I lived We're live on Zoom now. Usually, usually uh, we go out tomorrow, but I think we are editing that I'm going to have to do. (laughs) Uh, It might be Saturday. Uh, You'll see this back on Saturday. He's cheated twice tonight. Twice. I had had the boogeyman, and then I also had the one two points previously. What was the one two points previously? Sasha Banks one. Craig, scores are hard things. And... <laughs> I can't say it, isn't it? You can't say it, you know you're cheating. I've never cheating. cheated at a podcast in my... I've never cheated. Well, we are effectively under wrestling rules, and as I'm the, the referee, essentially, and as the referee didn't see it, I, can't, <laughs> I cannot give what I did not see. But what I will do is... Can I can I can I propose something here? Because I don't want to drag in any more of you gentlemen's precious time, right? I get it. It's it's a, it's a Thursday evening. There's there's stuff to be done. There's 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 mayhem to be caused elsewhere. Can we just go with the edit, right? And can we just say that when you look the edit back, if he has cheated at the Sasha Banks one, is he taunting me? Is he saying I'm crying? Is you fucking right? I'm no, crying. Oh, no, sorry, right? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How about we'll this, guys? How about this, guys? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. Move, I'm going to take off my referee hat and I'm going to put on my Teddy Long hat. Oh, all right, players. Oh, 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 oh. All right, players. Here we are. Next Thursday night, the decider, the huntsman Eli Fox against the Erdrionian assassin Craig DL. One question, one question only to decide the victor. And we'll leave could, you, could you could you send me over that question on Facebook beforehand? <laughs> yeah, Eli, if you're that confident, see when he goes to the edit. What, what do you want to do? I was gonna when say, who's the, the man edit? walking away? Who's the man walking away with the gold? You're Miz. I'm I'm Lashley. I'm the new era song. You. <laughs> Good effort. Right. I'm Good the Miz, effort. and I'm awesome. Is that what you're saying? Thank you're, you. You're sitting, you're sitting you. beside someone who looks like he's in Doctor Who's rejected TARDIS, and then you're sitting by a man that the only thing he's rich in is defeat. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, son. Everyone's part of the hunt. You get down one way or another. Not my fault. Yes, VAR is going to prove that I'm the victor. That's it. Whether VAR does or VAR does not prove anything next week. If VAR proves it's correct, how about you do it? We do a wee charity wager. Yeah, just something small 20 quid or 20 euro. Right? If VAR proves <laughs> that you cheated. Right, and that I, I, I got the question before you. You changed your time because you were like eleven oh one, no eleven forty. If they, if no, I, I never changed my time. Time's constant, Craig. 
Time's always oh, changing. Time's Listen, all around, right? I'll so give you 20, 20 quid euro. to drop the whole thing. 20, 20 euro, 20 euro for charity. <laughs> 20 pounds. Hey, we, we, we're, we're sterling here, mate. Although, in fact, you're new, eh? so you're kind of half and half, isn't it? That diesel, green diesel. It's, it's just, it's more Jaffa cakes as the currency in your life. We'll tell you what, then, 20 Jaffa cakes. 20, 20. Jaffa cakes. Uh, what was it? If we're off the edit now, pleasure meeting you, Chris. This has been outstanding, Craig. This has been outstanding. <laughs> Evening of shenanigans. I'm trying to wrap the, I'm trying to wrap it up here. But listen, the two years right. back on next week. Two years back on next week. One question to decide it all, right? Within, within wrestling terms, if they had VAR in wrestling, maybe they would win anything because yeah. everybody cheats, everybody loads. I, I everybody can wait. I can wait a week to retain. I can wait a week to retain. Mm. Be grand. You mean you can wait a week to regain? No, no. So I never lost back. anything. I'm just doing what, I'm doing what CM Punk did, mate. I'm doing what CM I, Punk I have did. more belts than Primark. Take your belt. See you later. <laughs> On that, we will wrap up this week's edition of Hitting the Headlines. A big thanks to Sticky, who buggered off further. Big thanks to Jono. Big thanks to Enzo. Big thanks to Craig DL. And big thanks to Eli Fox, who for Ooh. at least the next seven days has retained his title in dubious circumstances. This has been Hitting the Headlines. I'm away to edit this shambles. See you later. See you later. Bye, guys. Yeah.